Thank you for listening to Everything's Messy podcast. We appreciate your interest in health and wellness. However, it is important to note that the content provided in this podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only. The information shared here is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. The hosts and guests featured on Everything's Messy podcast are not licensed healthcare professionals, and the discussions within the episode should not be considered as personalized medical guidance. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding your medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on this podcast. If you have a medical emergency, call your doctor or 911 immediately. Reliance on any information provided by Everything's Messy podcast or its guests is solely at your own risk. This podcast may discuss general health topics, lifestyle choices, and wellness trends, but these discussions should not be interpreted as individualized medical recommendations. Every individual's health needs are unique, and what works for one person may not be suitable for another. We encourage you to consult with a healthcare professional before making any significant changes to your diet, exercise routine, or health practices. Everything's Messy Podcast and its hosts are not responsible for any actions taken based on the information provided during the podcast. Remember, your health is a personal matter, and professional medical advice is essential for making informed decisions about your well-being. Thank you for listening to Everything's Messy Podcast. Everything's Messy Podcast brought to you by Dreamweaver Media. So, incredible company. I'm so excited that I've had the chance to work with this company. Let me tell you, if you are looking to level up your podcast, level up your business, anything that you need to get very clear and laser focused with your goals for your company, you need to reach out to Dreamweaver Media. They have a strategy session report that they will do for you. And what that will do is you will discover your dream audience persona, define your business's why, craft a brand identity that speaks directly to your target audience, identify your marketing goals and create a custom plan and receive a detailed visual shoot plan that brings everything to life. Let me tell you, this company is amazing. So reach out to dreamweavermedia.co, that's dreamweavermedia.co, check out their website, for more information. Hey there, it's Sarah Wilson, and welcome to Everything's Messy Podcast. Yep, you heard it right. Everything is messy because, well, it is. But here's the thing, in the mess, there's strength waiting to be found, and that's what we're all about here. My mission, to break the silence around chronic illness and build a community that's supportive, understanding, and downright empowering. So if you're ready to navigate the chaos, buck the conventional medical system, and embrace authentic healing, you're in the right place. We're going to tackle the big questions like how to balance it all, where the family fits into the messy equation and everything in between. This is your messy space, a place where we're not afraid to get real, have those important conversations, and maybe even share a few laughs along the way. I'll be sitting down with incredible people, each with their unique messes to explore their stories, experiences, and the lessons they've learned in the chaos. From unconventional healing methods to finding strength you never knew you had, we're covering it all. So grab a seat, get comfy, and let's dive into the messy. Because here at the Everything's Messy podcast, we're turning chaos into strength. Together, we're going to embrace the mess. Are you ready? Let's get messy. Hello, my messy people. So really quick, I just wanted to put a sensitivity warning on this episode. We talk about mental health and suicide, and I don't want to trigger anyone. So I just wanted to give that warning before this episode. Uh, and with that, let's jump into it. All right. Well, welcome to Everything's Messy podcast. My guest today, let me tell you about a messy story. What an incredible messy but inspiring story. I want to welcome Erin Ertzik. 
I'm so delighted that you're here. I'm so happy to have you. How are you today, Erin? I'm I'm great. I'm great. I'm really excited to be here. I'm so excited that, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm so excited that you're here. Um, before we get into the messy part, just um, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you got going on and stuff like that. Okay. Hi, um, my name is Erin Ertzik and I am from Orange County, California, and that's where I currently reside as well. I am 45 and have a really messy, awesome story for you guys. <laughs> well, you are in the right place. We we love the mess. Um, we also love everything that comes with it. And then, you know, if you were able to get out of the mess or if you're still going through the mess and what that looked like and how that transpired. Um, so why don't we just get into... Uh, the messy story. Okay. So as I go through my journey, what I've learned about myself is that I am an entrepreneur at heart. I, I love building. I love the building process. I love the stories behind businesses. And it's crazy to find myself um, in this journey that um, I'm just, you know, doing all I can to embrace. So that's kind of where my story begins. I uh, used to own a store, Catwalk in Huntington, and I loved it. I still love it. Um, was it fashion? Was it, it was fashion? Yes. And right previous to that um, is when I had lost my mother to suicide, and but yeah, let's just take a moment right yeah. there and I so. Walk us through that. And again, I'm so, so sorry. I, you know, it's interesting because I, I've done one podcast previously and it's like, I want to jump right into my entrepreneur journey. But like the real journey is that I had lost my mother to, um, to suicide. And the difference with our situation is that if you have spoken to anyone who has lost someone close to them to suicide, most often you're going to hear, I had no idea, and I was so shocked, and I had no idea where this came from. And for our situation, unfortunately, the signs were all up there. Um, the depression was there. The eating disorder was there. The withdrawal from things that she loved was there. And yet, again, you, you think this is never going to happen to you. And so you don't have how long would you say she struggled with all of that? I want to say since she was young, high school, even, um, you know, and these are all things obviously easier to look in hindsight, but we did obviously didn't know how bad it was. Didn't know that this is where our journey was going to lead. Um, and, and you don't know, you don't know until you're in it. And so um, and how old was she? She was 55. Just mm -hmm. 55. Her and my father were still married. Um, my sister and I, you know, close, close family, happy family. Um, you know, not a lot of struggles there. Not a lot of uh, things you would see on the outside that um, would take someone to this point in their life. And how long ago was this that it happened? This was 16 years ago now. Oh, wow. 
And so it really, it's taken me this long even to really be able to speak about it and find a way to um, try to help others not have to go through what I went through. That's an incredible uh, opening. Oh, thank I, you. Yeah, no. So so walk through, um, you know, is it complete crisis mode, I imagine, when it happens to yes. even if you saw these signs, it was maybe some shock to it? What? Oh, yeah. Um, everything is complete shock. Um, and me and my own personality, I go straight into CSI mode in, you know, how did this happen? And how did her therapist let this happen? And what medications was she on? Like, I think that is just where my brain goes mm -hmm. in these types of situations. Um, and ultimately just making sure my dad and my sister are okay because uh, they were there, although nobody saw it happen. Um, you know, they were still at home. And so um, you, you kind of just, you questions everything is questions and that's what I've learned is the difference between suicide and a regular death is that you, you're left with questions that you most likely will never have the answers to and so you do have to create your own closure if you can ever get there or at least create your own peace with whatever situation that you had gone through yeah I can't I can't even imagine so uh First, was it a uh, younger sister, older sister? Older sister. Older sister. So you're the baby. I'm the baby. You're kind of in this take charge mode. Yeah. And yeah. they're, you know, kind of making sure that everybody's okay. And are they checking yeah. on you? Are they making sure that you're okay at this point? Or it's just yeah, everybody? We all became pretty codependent on each other after the situation. And still, I think, you know, uh, you know, if days go by and we haven't heard from one another, you get the worry or your brain goes, you know, to that place. But um, I do think we've always been close, but I obviously it brought my sister and my dad and I much, much closer and um, a, a bigger support because, you know, we went through this together. Sure. Sure. Yeah. You sort of, you're not, a, you can't escape from it. You're right. And I have to right. go we through. No choice, but to know, uh, you know, move move through it together and try to navigate navigate the struggles. Um, and so, and so, I'll back up just a little bit back to. Um, so that happened in March, and I had purchased uh, catwalk in August, and so I just threw myself into work and found my joy in my work and in my employees and in my customers, and just kind of kept going through my day. I think not even really dealing with what I had been through. And I'm going to fast forward a little more and then I'll go backwards again. But um, since that time, and it's been, it's been, you know, 16 years now, um, I have uh, sold, sold the store knowing at some point I was going to start something new and build from the ground up with the purpose of mental health and supporting mental health and prevention of suicide and um, awareness. Yeah. Awareness. Because what I had learned also through my situation is that nobody talks about it. Mm -hmm. You know, suicide's almost a bad word. 
Mm -hmm. um, and you think if you talk about it, you're going to push someone down that road when the truth is they're going to go down that road, whether you discuss it or not. And but you can bring someone to a better place in life and show them the light if you do talk about it more so that there is not such a stigma and it's not such a dark word. Yeah. Situation cloud over over the word. You know, I reached out. She had two therapists at the time and I reached out to both. And what it seemed to me is, number one, neither knew which medication the other had prescribed. Oh, wow. And two, even when you do prescribe a medication, there is no concrete answer if the person is taking it or even taking it correctly. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, and the therapist could not tell me what had actually been discussed. Of course. So I don't, my heart tells me that this was not discussed and not like a super, super pre-planned thing. Although there has to be some planning, right? Because sure, because it happens. So did something out of the ordinary or traumatic happen leading up to it for her? Or was it just? No, it was just, it literally was a um, waking up in the morning and couldn't find her. Mm. Not a diff not a certain day, not a traumatic situation leading up to it. Um it literally was just, you know, an irrational thought, sure, irrational place. Well, and I think when you're speaking about the awareness and and the very little that I know about it, um, that incredible and insurmountable sadness that they must sit with to come to that, and how long have they sat with that? And when you talk about, you know, maybe opening up a conversation and talking about it, maybe. Maybe they don't stop thinking about it, but maybe it releases just a little bit of that sadness to, like you said, bring back to maybe some sort of light or joy or something like right. that. And and I'm sure we'll get into this too, but what would you suggest to start that conversation? I think simple, simple words uh, when it comes to someone who is in a dark place uh, or going you know, through suicidal tendencies, um, simple word, hey, I'm here for you. Um, is there anything I can do? Do you want to go for a walk? Do you want to, you know, sit outside for a minute? I think simple things because also what I've learned is the larger things, you know, um, going to the mall, for instance, or I don't even know if people still go to the malls, but <laughs> doing the larger things seems like a huger task. Sure. Maybe overwhelming. For yes. Yeah. And and the directness of, you know, are you thinking about suicide um, can go both ways. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing to ask if you know someone is going down a dark path because maybe that's simply what they need to hear and maybe you need that answer to take certain actions. Sure. Um, but simple things, you know, just, hey, I'm here for you, you know, and, and, and trying to... Um, get them outside and not alone. And I, I think that's what my whole company, this new company is about, is is more or less just reminders that people aren't alone. Sure. There's there's so many people struggling these days. And, and post-COVID, I think, you know, numbers have skyrocketed with depression and suicide. And 
you know, but even indoors is not, it's not good for us. We need to be outside in nature and the sun. And I mean, just those little things, it's really amazing. Back up a little bit for me. So you throw yourself basically into your work. Um, You're trying to move through the mess and the sadness that you're dealing with. And so what, what transpires from there? So from there, um, a lot of strength. I think that I didn't know I had um, kind of to put on that face every day and deal with the customers every day and, you know, crunch the numbers and build the business. But also, I think that's a therapy for me in my life um, because I do love work and I do love the building process. And the, the new company, this fresh company, you know, the building is so much different because it's got such a higher purpose and I want to share my message and share my story for anyone out there that has either been through what I've gone through or um, you know knows someone that's hurting or down or you know needs an extra bit of inspiration in their life to help them move through you know the troubled waters really definitely no that's so admirable so how long after you sold the business in orange county that then this new one was born so it's been some time um i believe it's been about eight years and also uh what had transpired when i sold the company was that i got married and um, i instantly had two two step children who were babies at the time and i knew they needed me so i knew um I took a deep breath and my gut was telling me that I was making the right decision. And now since then, um, we've had our own child. So I have three boys and married to my husband now for 10 years. Congratulations. And thank you. That's a mess in it of its son, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. That, that was a lot. It is a lot. Um, you know, I, I feel very seasoned in it now, but you know, at the time it was very overwhelming and um, a lot of negativity circling that we were maneuvering through in that situation as well. <laughs> Stepmoms out there, I know, I know you can relate to that. Definitely, definitely relate. And uh, three is a game changer. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, with that brings its own mess and yeah. dealing with everything else that you're dealing with. So you kind of get on the other side of that. So then what comes? So then. Um, So again, I knew and it had been on the back burner that I was going to start a new company and my purpose was going to be uh, mental health awareness. And even though my background was in fashion, I, I had a very close friend of mine who was in skincare and had created a couple skincare products and I wanted to add SBF to one of her products and that's where kind of the skincare came about. And I called her one day and I said, you know, how do you feel about me? Or how do you feel about doing this together? Let's get skincare and your products and build. And, you know, and she said, yeah. And then it kind of became a little bit much um, for both of us at that time. This was about four years ago. And um, so we decided that I was just going to go down this skincare rabbit hole and bring her in as marketing and and creating um, later in the biz. But I went down this skincare rabbit hole and found a hole in the market for SPF lip glosses. 
and now well and talk about why that became that was a mission for you what happened there yes and so let's make the story even messier at that same time i had discovered um i had this little tiny sliver of a of skin on my lip that just never felt like the rest of my lips it always felt chapped it always felt dry it wasn't raised it wasn't black it wasn't red it was the same color it just was a like a like a paper cut size skin that just was like irritated all the time and I'm talking over a year span and I was just a chastic queen and so finally you know someone's like you should probably just go get that checked out and so I do and uh the dermatologist had said you know it does look precancerous but before we have to biopsy it let's just do some topical chemo and then we don't have to put a hole in your lip and with that I was never correctly informed of how to apply the topical chemo and was not aware that it was a spot treatment and that it was literally going to burn the spot off. So I was putting it on like medication. Oh, no. Thinking this is going to make my lip feel better. Ooh, I'm going to have the most pretty luscious lips. And thank goodness I didn't put it on my top lip. And I gooped it on my bottom lip. And the next day, my lip was a little bit tingly and... uh I just, I told the, I text the dermatologist because she was out of town at the time. And I said, you know, am I supposed to be having these feelings? She said, yeah, that's normal. So I was just using it as directed, um, you know, morning and night. And I think after the fourth day, uh, my lip started becoming crusty oh, and oozy and was basically burned off. I literally burnt my lip off, my bottom lip. It was black. Um, it was bloody. It was a big scab. It, and the scabs were, it was, it was terrible. It was worse than childbirth. Um, the pain, the air was hurting it. You know, I couldn't kiss my husband. I couldn't pucker to drink soup or a smoothie. I was reaching out and I'm realizing that although people have done this on their legs or on their chest or maybe on their cheek, that nobody had done this on their lip before. And so, that's a whole nother part of my story that um, and we were in mass at the time, but my lips were so dry and so chapped and nothing was making them feel better. Absolutely nothing. So to, to speed that part of the story up, I did just march into the dermatologist's office and I said, I need help and I need help now. Um, I can barely breathe. And I took my mask off and she said, oh my gosh, you know, what has happened? And I remember her taking a tongue depressor to try to um, get some Vaseline on there. And I kept flinching because it was hurting and I was so sensitive. And now I think at this point I was 12 days in, 12 days in of this pain and uh, trauma really on my lip. And so she's taking this tongue depressor and I'm flinching and she's like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize you were in so much pain. And um, she prescribed me an antibiotic and told me to you know, just aquaphor it up for a couple of days. And I think four days later, it finally cleared and healed and it is completely healed. So for those, anyone out there that has gone through that, it does heal. Um, but do uh, use that treatment as a spot treatment. I looked at the tube, I looked at my prescription paper and nothing on there says to just, you know, use it mildly or to just use it as a spot. So that's incredible. That That's just... Oh, incredible to me. What a, what a terrible thing to have to go through. I mean, did you feel like your lip had just burnt off? Like there was, yes. yeah. 
I, you know, and everyone, I guess what it had seemed to everyone else was that I had gotten cancer and that that was a result of the cancer. But really what it was, it was of the treatment mm. uh, to eliminate the precancerous cells. Did, did it do its job in that regard? It did. It did. Probably even deeper than I was supposed to. You know? Yeah. Uh, Price to pay for a tiny little spot. Oh, my gosh. It was terrible. And um, even me explaining it doesn't really do, doesn't really portray how terrible it really was. But what it does do is kind of support this, um, this, again, mental health, because I was not in a good spot. And I did find that hole in the market for these SPF lip glosses. And so I took that and I ran with it. And now even so what you what do you mean by whole? So you mean that there was no lip glosses currently on the market that had any SPF in them whatsoever? Correct. There was one out there previously, and it was a very well-known company, and they had one color. Um, you know, and I don't know if that's good or bad if there was only one. I you know, did not take that as, you know, a red a red flag for me, but um I mean, and you think the precancer stuff that you had on your lip was, in fact, due to the sun? Yes. Okay. I do. And being outside all the time. Um, and just putting on that lip gloss and thinking you've got some sort of coverage or protection. And Yes. I think any protection. Um, and I know SPF is being, uh, being pushed pretty hard, you know, these days as people are going down their skincare journeys. And I think that lips are being forgotten. Mm. Because you can put sunscreen on your entire face, but are you putting it on your lip? Right. People, not so much. So I have created um, a lip gloss line currently. Well, we were gonna we are gonna launch with three colors, and most likely expand after that. But um, it's a lip gloss line, and it has SPF 30 in there, and it's got you know antioxidants and some anti-aging ingredients and I cannot wait and I have been waiting and pushing and going back and forth with the lab since then which has now been three years oh wow what an and I actually just spoke to the lab this morning and they're looking like uh beginning of February might be might have product in hand so between the packaging and the formulating and all of that it's been that's been a very messy journey but one that I'm very passionate about and very excited about. Um, yeah, that's interesting that there's nothing on the market. I mean, of course, you have your chapsticks and stuff that yeah. have that stuff in there, but no lip gloss. And that's interesting because what girl doesn't carry a lip gloss? Yeah, or just wants like the one swipe, you know. Yeah, the clear sheen. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is interesting. Um, so I'm super excited. Um, and, and it has been, it is been a struggle to get these out obviously they're not even out yet um but again I because of the formula or just because of all of the backup with everything and everything um the turnover and project managers uh post-covid and then the formulation and then the packaging packaging was a whole another story um because when you're dealing with SBF, you're now dealing with active ingredients and you are claiming that it's actually doing something and seeing them to prove your claims. Gotcha. And so it was a lot of that. Um, and a lot of the verbiage on the package has to be very specific because in California, even um, SBF is considered a drug. 
So you have to have all your uses, your usages, and your directions, active ingredients, um, inactive. So, and have you been able to get your hands on like a prototype? Does it feel, you know, I that or I have my samples, which I'm, well, I'll show you just so that you know what we're dealing with here. Oh, those are pretty. I have three samples here. And those will be the colors? These will be the colors. So we have a nude and a mauve and a red. And all you ladies out there who are afraid to wear red, I was one of you. And I'm obsessed with our red. <laughs> I love that. So, so go ahead. So what is the name of the company? So the name of the company is Mental. Okay. And, and that goes back to helping yeah. with what's happened with your mom and things Correct. like that. And so is there any um, proceeds that go to? Yes. All uh, proceeds from all purchases will go to uh, mental health charities of your choice. On the website, you can choose your mental health charity. Um, one that's very near and dear to our hearts is called With Hope. And they um, they specialize in mental health awareness and suicide prevention and um, I work a lot with them. I love their cause and their owner, Annette, is just a blessing. And so they actually go around and talk to schools and to teens um, about signs of depression and where to go if you need help or if you know someone who needs help. They, they are there on call and they are there with information and can guide you through uh, toughest conversations, really. Yeah, definitely. And and so just circling back a little bit, did you have any resource like that to reach out to after all of this transpired for what your family went through? You didn't. I had nothing. Um, I I read a little bit and we had we did go to a suicide bereavement group, which um, was both interesting and supportive at the same time. Everyone kind of tells their story and tells what they've done to help themselves through the pain. Um, but after a while, even that gets pretty repetitive. Um, and, and you feel like maybe you need something else. Uh, there are you think just because that's just reliving the pain over like over and over. Yeah. And um, I, I now am at a point where I can tell my story and you know, my, my hope is that my story can help anybody out there reach somebody's life. But at that point in time, telling it week after week, um, it gets dark. It's just too dark. Yeah. I can see. Yeah. Yeah. So with hope is there. Um, and also there's the new 988 um, number you can call instead of a 911 number. If you need someone right away or you know someone that needs help right away, you can call that number and... I think a lot of people's opposition to the phone call is, well, when you're in it, you're not going to think to make that call. Mm -hmm. And although that might be true, it's still a resource and it's still there. And it could help at least one person out there, you know, turn a dark situation into a lighter situation. Is 988, is that just in California or is that across? I believe it's nationwide. Nationwide? Okay. Nationwide, yeah. Yeah. And it's fairly new. Um but I know they have had a lot of calls even since day one. Is there like an anonymous aspect of it? There um, is. So you don't have to be identified and things yeah, like that. that yeah. might... Unless you need someone to come to your house at that point in time, then obviously you have to, you know. Sure. 
sell them your information. But but there are resources out there. And that's also something I want to take this company. Um, I want to be a resource for those and more of a community for those that are going through dark times, not even necessarily suicide, although that's where my experience has been. But, um, you know, m mental health issues, um, losing anybody close to you, breakups you can't get through, childhood traumas, just any kind of uh, mental issues that you feel like you can't talk about. I want to be that community where it's okay. It's okay. And it is a part of life and it's a part of my life. And it's most likely a part of everybody's life out there at some point in time and that you're not alone. Mm -hmm. You are not alone. Yeah. I think when we think about things like that, or at least just speaking from my own point of view, that, um, shame is sort of attached to it and you're embarrassed or you're just yes. not, you know, who wants to talk about that? But then not only that, it's, I'm ashamed that I feel this way, or I'm ashamed that, and that's removing that stigma and letting people, you know, just feel without judgment. Um, those that get enough courage up to maybe make the phone call still might be dealing with feeling judged or having that shame attached to it or embarrassment. They don't want to talk to their family. And I think that all, you know, comes back around to feeling judged. And I feel like if we can get into a point where there's no judgment, right? really just here to help, whatever that may be, we're not judging your why or how you got here. And it's like that, all of that should go away and just hold out a hand to help you out of that dark spot. And I think yeah. that's, and I, I mean, I don't have my hand on the pulse a lot, but I would think with everything that we have all gone through collectively as a whole, maybe it's not so much of a stigma anymore. And maybe that's why this number is out there now to help, you know, people might feel just, I don't want to say comfortable, but feel inclined to maybe reach out more. Right. Right. I agree. Um, and, and you do kind of hear mental wellness more than previously. And I think that's wonderful. But in that same sense, I do think also there needs to be actions taken with it and not it just being used as like a marketing tool or like, you know, a big point. Tool. Yeah, that's a big point. Um, so that is a huge intention of mine is to actually uh, walk the walk that I talk and um, be a resource for those that do need or just need to, you know, even, you know, our, we have a monthly newsletter that goes out and touches on different, um, different topics that support mental health. And even just sometimes reading through, again, as a reminder that you're not alone can help, um, you know, put a pet back in your step and show you the light. Sure. Knowing that you're not the only one out there. Exactly. That, you know, is feeling this way. I think that, um, cause we don't want to feel, isolated or, you know, feel like, you know, no one else in the world not only doesn't feel this way, but has no idea of what it feels like to feel this way. And I think removing that, right, that's a huge... And that's actually one of the huge attributes um, when someone gets deep into their depression is they think that I'm the only one in the world that is feeling this way. Mm -hmm. And I will drill it home. And, um, you know, we have some mental health positive aspiration hoodies and hats and the whole purpose and mission is just to remind you that other people are going through those things and that you are not alone well and i think you know we talk about 
the extreme of the extreme, I think even those that, you know, maybe you're not completely down that well yet, but you're starting to feel that way. And maybe you can be caught or a roadblock before yeah. going deeper. I think that was helpful too, because I think some people be like, you know, they'll compare themselves. Oh, well, I'm not, you know, as bad as that person is. Well, compared to what? If you're feeling that way, if you have those feelings, let's stop comparing and let's just right. help out where you need to feel that way. Yes, exactly. Uh, you hit the nail on the head too. And and a reminder that those feelings are valid. Sure. Um, you know, you don't have to beat yourself up because you feel that way. Sure, yeah. Um, Your pain doesn't have to match right. the, you right. know, the other person that might have more that they struggled with, but that doesn't take the validity away from what you Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's what we do is we try to uh, remind remind those of their strength and um, their worth, you know, because I think a lot of people who go down dark paths uh, lose their sense of worth and feel like they no longer deserve love or no longer, you know, deserve to be here. And that's just, you know, not the case that... Uh, Everyone's got it in them. It's incredible work that you're doing. I think it's amazing. Um, I think your company is going to be very successful because of that. Yes. Um, I think just just having that outlet and that piece of, um, like you were talking about, the number that people can call. And like you said, just having even a stranger that you don't know, maybe listening to this podcast, feeling that way, oh, I'm not alone or you yeah. know, I have something I can reach out to, something like that. And I just, Absolutely. you know, getting it out there, making people aware of it. Um, it's so incredibly tragic and traumatic what you went through, but the way that you've kind of taken it and spun it and turned it into this giving back moment to others, I just think is so beautiful and so yeah. messy. But I appreciate <laughs> that. Yeah. It's just a wonderful thing. And I'm so grateful that you were able to come on and talk about it here. And um, I want to give you a chance to list where people can find you sure. and when your product will launch. Sure. Um, and it's interesting, too. And I'm thank you for this opportunity. Uh, leading up to today, also, you know, you think, you know, which which part of my story which journey do I want to go down? Because I do feel like there were so many avenues we can go down with mental health. And um, it's been a messy path, you know, but here we are. And I think if anyone can take anything from this time with you is that, you know, we all have these messes kind of uh, some greater than others, but makes it no less important. Um, and but it's what you do with it. Mm -hmm. It's what you do with it. And um, I hope that I can inspire someone to uh, make a turn for the better and to uh, know that there are resources out there, obviously, that we are here, that With Hope is there, that 988 is there. And you can find um, our newsletters and some daily mental health worksheets. And we do have a new digital product coming out that I'm really excited about. And that's all at mentalskincare.com. Uh, you can follow me daily at mental.skincare, and that will be um, the lip glosses, the hoodies, some daily inspiration and resources. And again, all reminders um, that you're not alone and that you can embrace these dark sides and that it's okay. It's okay to feel Absolutely. Uh, And I'll put all of the information in the show notes. Um, just, Thank you. again, what an incredible 
message, incredible story, um, incredible way that you were able to take it into a positive. And I think that is that just speaks volumes to me. Um, I'm just um, kind of overwhelmed with just all right. the things. I mean, it's very a lot. It's, it's a, a lot. lot. It really is. And you're you're um, you're very well. You know, you deliver it well. And I just can't imagine the the pain and the sadness behind all that. But again, you've taken it and just turned it into this, turning it away from you and putting it to someone else who maybe you can help and you can. And that's just, yeah. a, it's a beautiful, it really is. And I'm so Thank grateful you. that you came on the podcast. So very appreciative. Yeah, any chance to get my story out there. I'm so grateful and appreciative because that's the mission and that's the whole purpose of mental in general is to. And that's, it, it seems so simple, but that's a great name. That's such a Thank great. You name uh, did you have any issues with the name were there you know i um i cannot take credit for the name um i had uh two friends actually that helped me come up with the name knowing it was always going to be in the mental health industry but mental just did not jump out at me um but i will say this that i was interviewing some branding companies and i had come across or, or been given a recommendation and this lady in Australia and she was so excited and I was so excited and I'm so passionate about branding and getting this message out there and really like honing in on my images. And, and she said, you know, um, I love it. And your story is so powerful and there's so much you can do with this, but I really think you should change the name. And I, so she didn't like the name. She didn't like the name I don't know. It's because there's such a negative stigma around it. And I said, uh, well, thank you so much for your time. Sure. I think you're missing my entire point. The whole entire point. That whole statement is what we are all about. Yeah. And it's taking that negative uh, stigma around it and that negative cloud around the word mental, literally around the word mental, and hopefully, you know, eliminating it through time and through speaking and uh allowing people the space to talk about it definitely yeah definitely that's incredible so I did run into that <laughs> that's incredible I and I see and I was going with the opposite I was thinking you know such a great way to embody it uh and it but it's so Thank simple you. that's, that's but, where I'm going yeah <laughs> yeah so to be turned away because there's some sort of negative connotation with it that's that's terrible well I'm glad you pushed through <laughs> yeah yeah no I'm glad you didn't listen to her and you yeah, pushed thank through you. and I just think it's incredible so thank you again so much Erin for being here we wish you all of the luck thank you maybe have you on again when your yeah. product goes live and we Let's can do it again okay thank you again so much uh-huh have a great one Thank you so much for listening to Everything's Messy Podcast. If you don't mind, if you'd head on over to wherever you listen to your podcast app and like, subscribe, maybe leave me a review. I would totally appreciate that. If you'd like to be considered to be a guest on our podcast, please reach out to me at everythingsmessy at gmail.com. You can also find me on social media at Everything's Messy Podcast on Instagram. I'm also on X, which was Twitter at Everything's Mess and Facebook at Everything's Messy Podcast. Once again, I'd love to hear from you in any capacity and anything that you'd like to share with me. Thanks again for listening.